Brunhilda. Cece! Here, hold this. And That's a terrible thing to ask me to do. If everything stays in the bag, I'll bring you something back from town. All of you hear a metallic clinking sound and footsteps starting to get closer to you and making their way towards your direction. And he looks at you all warily. Why is the music getting more dramatic and then cutting out? Life is valuable. It's priceless, even. Well, I am Callus Brightheart. I am Asha. My last name is none of your business. It is my great pleasure to present to you your very own initiate badges. We had a little bit of information. We heard that the Red Guard had been poking around, and on the third one, when we left, we saw it ourselves. Perhaps they were performing a bit of saboteuring. Hi guys, and welcome back to this episode of The Gate Chronicles, season one, episode eight, and we are getting back, we're getting started, and say hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Hi. Wow, okay, that was like low mood, high energy, there we go. Let's go. So we're going to go around the table, we're going to introduce ourselves, and then we'll go into a quick recap. My name's Quentin. I'm normally the GM of the SAO Odd campaign, but uh, right now I'm just a player. I'm playing Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher, and we'll just go to the next person. I guess I'm up next. My name's Zach. Uh, I'll be playing good old Alfred Kenneth Mest, and uh, we're going to see where do we go with this today. My name is Jaden, and I'll be playing Finnevir Avir, and I'm looking forward to my dinner with a special adventurer. I'm Andrew. I play Alan Taylor, and let's have fun with this. Alrighty. Last time, there were pep talks. We put the battery back in. There was some spooky cult ritual with the Red Guard. We came back. We got coins. Uh, we met Liamore, made him laugh. That was kind of scary. Kind of caused an earthquake. And then we bought a cobra belt with a bow on its head. And there was a scary black box that certainly smelled of doom. You once again make your way up the wooded path towards Cece's homestead, where the sound of bleeding sheep and goats creeps through the trees. The quaint cabin greets you as the sun just so ever perfectly beams down through the trees and you see the small field with various crops flitting with the light breeze. All right, Molly, you know what time it is. Uh, do I really have to go through with this? Yes. You got this. I paid for it. Get in there and wow the lady. Mm. <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't say something like that. That just, it makes this worse. Anyway, all of you see that Amali has this belt around his waist. It does not fit very well. It's definitely too small for him, but he's got it finagled, so it's actually sitting on his waist. He's pinching the side to keep it closed. Remember, the plan is talk it up like it's something big, fancy, and important, really special and unique, like no one else in the world has it. And then when she asks to take it, tell her no. Tell her it's yours. Tell her it's special from a far away land. Okay. It'll make her want it more. So normally she'd scoff at it, throw it at a wall. Now she'll covet it. Then that's when you give it to her. All right, all right. How about this? How about this? 
Why don't you go first and give her the cupcakes? I'll just, you know. No, 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 no. If the belt goes sour, you have to have. If the belt goes wrong, you have to have a cover up plan. The plan is if she doesn't like the belt, you say it's a joke and you give her the cupcakes. If the belt does go well, you celebrate with cupcakes. You mean the cupcakes that are in the shape of a snake with a bow in its head? They are not. I told her specifically not to do that. I swear to good. If she did that, I told her just red icing. Did you even check before we left? Why would I check? I told her Percep- no. Let me Perception see. Perception check I- on the cupcakes. Uh, total 14. A 26. Smoot peels back the cover of the container that is holding these little cupcakes. Then a grimace forms on his face as he notices that there seems to be a very long line of cupcakes. And a very, like, several small cupcakes forming a bow on top of a snake's head. I start to rearrange them. <laughs> Dex, check for me, please. Just straight up. Twelve. <laughs> you have a minus one. That's right. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. Okay. You, you smear the perfectly decorated cupcakes on your fingers, and you have red icing that stains them. Does it no longer look like a snake with a bow on its head? It looks like a mess. What do you mean it looks like a mess? Yeah, messed up a few. Like, yeah. She decorated it so that the cupcakes flowed into one another. It's fine. I just wanted to, like, clump them together in just a circle of cupcakes. I, I, I'm i going inside the house. They look like a clump. I hand uh, a rag. He just sticks his fingers in his mouth and licks the icing off. If he doesn't take it, I'm taking it back. <laughs> All right. You hold your rag out for a moment, and he just licks his fingers I- meticulously in front of you? Or, uh... Stop licking your fingers next to me. <laughs> I hold it out for a few extra seconds, condescendingly. And then I take it after I'm already done. Thanks. You're welcome. Perfect. So Alfred goes into the house. Yep. It's quiet in there. Dark. Nope. She doesn't look here. like she's in there right now. Can't be here if it's quiet. <laughs> All right. I'm, g- I'm going to find a nice place to sit down and I'm going to start studying my pills. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look like anyone's home. You say inside the house. Uh, More towards the rest of the party. Okay, so you went inside the house. They're not going to be able to hear you unless you're shouting that out loud. So are you shouting it to them or is it just general like, "Eh, she's not here, guys. I mean, I would assume as I walked inside, I was glancing around and I would say it like as I'm going in through the door. Okay, so thank you for describing that because I had to assume that you just walked in. I'm studying my pills and I scream that out. That was the order that we got it in. So I have to assume that. No, I know. So perfect. Okay, so I'm saying that then I'm going to a corner and studying my pills. I, w- I want to know what they do. You're going to have to roll either a knowledge arcana or use magic device. I guess I'll do knowledge arcana. Okay. Six. You pick the pill up. You roll it around in your in. hand. You roll the other one around in your other hand. They feel about the same. Red and blue. Red and blue. Even. Yeah, you have no idea which one's poisonous, which one's not poisonous, and if both are poisonous or if not. Hmm. They could be Adderall, they could be ibuprofen, they could be cyanide. There's also no markings on them. They are just straight up blue. There's no numbers, no letters or anything. And they're also opaque, so you can't see inside of them. And Mm. when you try to pull them apart to see if you can look, they feel solid and they won't come apart at all. Hmm. I wonder if Alan will eat these. No. If he ate both of them at the same time. No. Nothing what could if go Alan wrong. didn't know he was eating them? Maybe. I, <laughs> I'll take a stroll around. Okay. Uh, I wanna I, I'm more or less giving a, a Molly and Smoot their space. Okay. As they argue about Taylor's going to go pet the sheep. Finevere, you're walking around and you see that 
Alan heads over towards the sheep. Make a perception check for me really quick. Alan, you can do the same. Smoot, I assume you're still arguing with Amali about the fact that he should do it or not. Oh, he's going to do it. Uh, that's not a question. Okay. 14. 23. Okay. Alan, as you're getting closer to the goat pen and you see the sheep there as well, you see that some of the brush seems to be moving and you see that Alan's head perks up as he looks in the direction towards some of the field or the crop area. And you seem to also notice that the crops are moving back and forth a little abnormally. Can I, with that perception that encompasses the different senses, can I hear anything? You hear it moving. Okay, so I wish to investigate. Okay. I'm going to go investigate the brush. You also hear the sound of something like, like a cutting sound of some kind. Okay. Do I hear the sound of metal on metal? You do not hear any metal sound. Okay. You go over and towards the brush where, that you see moving back right. and forth, and you also start to hear the sound a little bit more clearly. The bleeding of sheep was distracting. All right. I'll follow him cautiously and at a safe distance. Okay. I wish to attempt to wrangle what any sort of animal that might be in there. Okay. So, as you get closer, you hear the brush, and you see that the brush is very tall. The crops are actually... They appear almost as if they're ripe or ready for harvest. And you see that parts of them on the inside seem to be coming down towards where that the grass basically is moving. Mm, grandma's corn. It's actually golden, closer to wheat, but much taller and has thicker stalks. Other grandma's homemade rolls. All right. Does he find anything in there? Do you go inside the crop itself? Yes. Okay. You go inside, having to push through, and you find yourself coming face to face with a sickle and a small CC getting ready to cut the crop that you're walking through. Oh, um. Hi. Hi. She's standing Howdy. there. With the sickle raised, like still waiting to cut the stalks. Which you're now in front of. I'm going to back away. Thank you. All right. And just back straight out of the crops and turn right around and walk straight back to you the see, house. She, you <laughs> saw that she had a basket. It looked like she was filling with what she was cutting down. I'm gonna... One second. I'll be. Hold on. You hear Cece's voice through the crops and you see Alan come stumbling out a little awkwardly like, all right, then. I'll give a little smirk. I'm pleased at the situation. Would you like some help? Oh, no, I got this. I'm almost done anyway. Uh, Amali, still arguing with you about who should go first. Here's Cece and just stops dead in his tracks. You know, I think I hear, um... Cece, that way? Yes. Um... As I walk back towards the house, I look at the both of them and go, All yours! And gesture my thumb backwards. Now that Smoot knows the direction that Cece's in, he would shout, Hey, Cece, Amali's got a gift for you! Immediately, from within the crops, you see them splay apart like a tiger pouncing onto the ground. And she comes running towards you. You see like a little um, dust crop up behind her. All right. I pick up the spilled goods. A few of them did drop on the ground, but she somehow managed to keep them on the back. Also make a perception check for me as she runs by. And you can too, Alan. 19. 18. You both see that in addition to this basket that she has on her back. She also appears to have some other satchel, and you know it, Alan, to be Smooth's bag is attached to her back as well. <clears throat> so, I hear that there is, um, you know, something 
for me? Oh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. I was mistaken. Amali just bought this for himself. And I gesture down to the belt that's around his waist. <laughs> Kelsey turns away as if to stifle a laugh. David just bursts out laughing. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not supposed to be laughing. Am I? I'm really bad at this. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me get, contain myself. <laughs> He's like this for about five minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely my belt. Best purchase I've ever made. He said it was something from far away, very yes, exotic and exotic rare. From very far away. Isn't that what they had on sale at the shop last week? No, definitely not. Nope. This is from a wandering merchant that came from far, far away, out of town. We met him on our journeys. Yep, definitely, exactly. Hold on, I need to roll his will for this. Oh, God. He was about to take a step forward as if to, like, strut. But he stops and stops. He's blushing. He is full on red. He cannot move. He's just frozen in place. <clears throat> How about this, uh, Cece? It doesn't seem to fit me so well. It's really a nice, exotic. Rare. rare from far away. Rare well, belt. See, it looks like it's made out of a three ring corn snake. It's actually made out of the much rarer albino two ring corn snake. What are those? What kind? Like those kind of snakes? Never heard of those before. Exactly. That's Whoa. why this belt is very rare. Very special. Don't I'll I'll take it off your hands, Amali. Don't you worry. I'll take care of it. She takes it from his hands gingerly and slyly smiles and starts to put it around her waist. And then she realizes I have a basket on my back. So she puts down the basket. The back the laptop bag is still attached to her back. And she puts on the belt. Mm. You How know, is it? Amazing. Exquisite. Exotic. Very oh, exotic. From far away. I from very it. far away. You know, it. It, was, it was actually my idea. Real I, 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 I want to look at the it. belt. I never checked whether or not it actually has rings in the snakeskin pattern. You can take a look at the belt without rolling. You see that it, it, it doesn't have really anything at this point. It looks like the leather has been bleached as if oh, all gosh. the color has been removed from it. The only thing that has color is the little tiny pink bow on the head of the snake, <laughs> which is the clasp. It's amazing. You know, I told him, Ollie, he couldn't pass that up. He was on the fence about buying it or not, but I told him it was just too perfect. Oh, dear God. Dear God, I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Molly, it looked great on you. I loved it. I wish I had one of my own. You, you can't have it. It's mine now. <laughs> she looks him up and down. I'm glad you love it. You know, Amali clearly didn't appreciate it, but I'm, I'm glad I suggested we buy it anyways. I can just picture this this uh, face of uh, David's like, are you sure about that? Are you so sure about that? <laughs> no, are no, you yeah. sure about that? No, yeah, I see that now. Definitely. Wait, so you guys are back, which means that you failed. We succeeded. Oh, dang. We did it quickly and efficiently. I lost that bet, didn't I? Fine. What, there's a bet? No. Who? Myself and the goats. Who won? The goats. What were the stakes? <laughs> I want to know how high these stakes were. <laughs> were the stakes? Stakes. Two extra bags of feed if you guys came back victorious. They're going to get fat. In exchange, I would get the two bags of feed if I was victorious. So there, there is... What that. did you need the bags of feed for? Oh, my pillows. Or, you know, more <laughs> feed for the goats. You need better It'll pillows? Last longer. What are your pillows currently made out of? Feathers. Why would you want bags of feet instead of feather pillows? It's back support. It feels so much better. 
I mean, have you ever sat in a beanbag chair? It's really relaxing. Hey, Molly. Like with all the all the beans and and. Anyways. Yeah. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Molly. Do you, do you want me to go hunt something and bring it back? Like. I'm pretty sure if you asked very nicely, Cece would let you borrow the belt every once in a while. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up to the sky and he appears to be so annoyed. But he's oh. biting his tongue from saying anything else. Well, if you don't mind, in exchange, I could maintenance your tools and uh, I'll even provide the seasonings for the meal. Yeah, no, that's a fair trade. All right. Hold on one second. Cece puts her hand out. This is a time for celebration. Is it? Yes. They returned all victorious. You return victorious. Ooh. He returned victorious. Victori- and she just gestures around and then pauses. Hmm. Wait. Where's the really scrawny one? The one that talks funny. What do you mean? Oh, oh, Mast? I, I think he's sleeping in the house or something. Oh, I didn't do any of the laundry, so it probably smells really bad in there. He's probably curled up in a pile of dirty laundry sleeping if I know him. Oh. It's probably his natural habitat. He, he likes that kind of stuff? I would be willing to bet on it. I wonder. She pauses for a moment, looks at you, and just chuckles to herself. Maniacally. I do not like the idea of this girl's fantasies running wild. <laughs> Kelsey comes up. So, um, what are you suggesting by uh, celebration? Oh, well, why don't we just go back down to the Planeslayer's Tavern? What? I'm just saying, Amali Nellison, this is a time for celebration. First, the celebration was the fact that you have friends. Now we're going to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Now we're going to be celebrating the fact that your friends are alive. Not useless. <laughs> I don't know whether, I don't know who should feel insulted by these statements. Messed, probably. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yes. She's not around to hear them, though. Yes. <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind going back down there. They had some pretty good food. That <sighs> cost money. Yeah. It, yeah. But we could just get one of everything again. Amali just starts <laughs> to gesture with full-on body motion towards Smoot. Money. Cost... Well, what are you... You didn't even buy the belt you were wearing. I bought that for you. It costs money. That's... Uh, matters. Matters. Money. Besides, uh, he had something else for you anyway. Who? Oh. Oh, yes. You're right. We had a deal, didn't we? Yeah, yeah I bought- top bag's right there. Time to pay up, Smoot. She passes the bag from around her back to her front and pats it. You want this bad boy back? I paid for the belt. You want this bad boy back? She passed the bag again. <laughs> that, uh, I was going to save these, but... I, I also thought Amali bought the belt. Why would you lie like that? No, oh, yeah, I, I bought the belt. That's what I heard. I bought the belt. I actually recommended that Amali get it. I told him it would look great on him. I don't know. Sounds like his far-fetched tale to me. Sounds like communist propaganda to me. But thankfully... I happened to pick something up for you, Cece. Ooh, I love uh, gifts. This is great. You guys should stick around. Come around more often. Oh, well, we're friends, aren't we? Oh, of course we're friends. Well, in that case, I just thought you could add these to your pile of all snow. I, I hand her the bag of caltrops and the jar of grease. Make a perception check really quick. Benavere. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> As I see Benavere handing these to her. I am perception checking what she's doing and sensing her motive, if I may. That is 23 perception and a 19 sense motive. 
I'm sorry, I had to think about how to spell the word grease for some reason, but I almost spelled it like geese. So we're good now. We're good. Oh no, a jar of geese. That's far more terrifying. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in uh, 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 Ashby. Ashby. It's a beautiful day in Ashby, and you are a horrible grease. <laughs> All right. So, Vinavir, you see that she has this big old smile on her face as she receives it. It appears very innocent and excited, very childlike as she takes it and wraps her arms around it. Thank you. And what is the intent that Smoot senses? Mischief. It is every woman's right to self-defense. But also she does appear very genuinely pleased and happy. And then she looks at you again. I held onto your bag and all I got was this belt. Interesting. Of course not. She pats the bag on her chest. Of course not. This is a time for celebration, is it not? Celebration indeed. And what celebration would be complete? Without sweets! And I, 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 I unveil the cupcakes. Oh my goodness, that's so awesome. Why do they look all mushed? Who stuck their fingers in here? It was a Molly. He was really eager to get bluff to the icing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, we're going to call bluff on that, but not the whole other conversation. There was too many people supporting it at that point. <laughs> Fifteen. A Molly. I didn't do it. I, I. He was really eager. He said he really loves red icing. <laughs> oh, I love red icing, too. That's okay. I understand. She sticks her finger right in the middle of one cupcake and just wipes off all the icing, puts her finger in her mouth with all the icing on it and just eats that. I love the red icing toast. Very good. Mm, best. Anyway. Thank you for taking care of my bag, Cece. I hope you enjoy the cupcakes. She takes the bag off. She actually made a makeshift sling for it, and she hands it back to you. I uh, Smoot would take it and put it on. All right. She looks you up and down. Looks good on you, but not as good as this belt. I'm glad you like it. But anyway. All according to plan. Do you... Do you, do you want to go to the Flame Slayers Tavern? To McDonald's. What's, What's McDonald's? a McDonald's? E-I-E-I-O. I don't question the things they say anymore. American <laughs> culture is so weird. And morbidly obese. Hey, hey. hey. I take offense to that. <laughs> Wait, is, no, is I'm it, not is it that American. morbid? <laughs> hey, beer bellies are not obesity. Never said they were. Well, huh. I know I wouldn't mind he pats his belly after the whole conversation about morbid obesity. I wouldn't mind going down to the tavern. Mm. They had really good food. I, in the entire state of Ohio, take exception to your statements, Smoot. Maybe I can get some of that uh, stew that they had. That'd be, that'd be good. Mm. Well, it looks like everyone's settled on going out to the Flame Slayers. I guess I'll have to take you up on that offer some other time, Amali. Should we go get, uh, what was his name? Tall, scrawny guy. He talks really funny. Uh... Alfred. Alfred. Should we go get Alfred? He's probably in the house. <clears throat> Who wants to go get him? Mast. I do it. Do I know where he is? You saw him go into the house. He shouted out, and you you heard it from that direction. I'll barge in and wrap my arms around him. You barge in. Yeah. And he is currently examining the pills with a fervor mm. that no one could ever break. Mm. He's so focused. Alfred. Nope, not a clue. What's going on? We're just going to get some dinner. It's been a hard day of work. I guess I am kind of hungry. Plus, uh, that other adventuring party is going to be down there. Maybe we could learn a thing or two from them. See what's in store. That would be interesting. Mm. All right. I get up and start heading out. Cece walks over to the door as you start heading out, and she puts her hand out and touches your chest as you come out. Hold on one second. I noticed a foul odor coming from all of you. You smell gross. You smell like... This grease. 
She smells the bottle. I'm not mistaken. My nose never lies. You all smell hmm. bad. I need to emphasize that part because if uh, you could smell good or you could well, smell bad. So I bad. don't suppose you have running water anywhere in this village now, do you? Amali shakes his head. Not up here, at least. Does I can I'm... take you where I usually go to. That's right. A bunch of filthy men need to go clean themselves. And lady. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Kelsey I... pauses. Is there somewhere I can go that's not with the men? Mixed baths are not acceptable. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, I have a large cloth. We might be able to make you a makeshift curtain. How large is your cloth? Uh, uh, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> how well, about... I bought a bunch in town. Well, how, how about the big burly men and scrawny men go, go and get first. themselves cleaned up? Or rather, the lady can go first and we let her have the cleaner water. Uh, we're going to have to venture outside of town, so it's going to take a little bit. I have a date at the, the tavern. It's not going to take too long, is it? No, should be about 15 minutes to get there. Also, Wash up, then come back. Also, All right. it's Well, it's settled. Let's make hustle, men. It's actually towards like the um, afternoon at this point, as you said. So like probably about, let's say, um, I know I said it was probably getting into the afternoon. We're probably right at the afternoon at this point. Amali. Yeah. Do people bother your stuff much? People in this town are pretty um, respectful. All right. David looks back and forth shiftily. Uh, if it's not too much trouble, I'd like to leave my backpack behind. It's good for the muscles, but it's been a long day. Oh, that's fine. I'll watch it. Are you she coming with us? Why would she come with us? I don't smell like this. And she points to the... Gosh, I can't... Bottle of Bottle. grease. I think he was implying that he'd be leaving it here while we go to the tavern as well. Wouldn't we all just meet back up here? Yeah, but he'd still be leaving his bag. Sure. He can leave the bag here, but we're going to meet Cece back here when Wait, we're done bathing. that's not a bad idea. I could come along. No. No. You still have your mask? I do. I do, actually. Does she, like, show it off? Or? She has to go inside the house. Oh. She comes out a moment later wearing the mask on her face. See, I have my mask. I'm all prepared. I am in disguise. Yeah, you're going to wait here, and then we're going to uh, come and get you, and then we're going to go to the town. I give Amali the eyebrows. No. Diplomacy. Diplomacy eyebrows. Counter diplomacy. Counter diplomacy <laughs> eyebrows? What do you do? I Brad? scowl. Ain't <laughs> another in diplomacy. <clears throat> I am going to uh, start doing a gentle elbow jab at uh, Amali, going, huh? Uh, right, so uh, I'd like to aim for the another as well. 13. I'm aiding Finnevere as well, What's 16. Okay, so you add two to yours. 13 you also for my aid another. There's no... There's add no two to yours. I know. Okay, so you add four to yours. Oh, uh, that leaves it at a 17. What was your total? My total was a one. Ah! <laughs> my ears. Could you not honk into the microphone? <laughs> it was a bottle of geese the whole time. <laughs> okay, so between Finnevere eyebrowing. Hey, hey, come on. Being jabbed in the side by Alan. And what was uh, Alfred doing? Oh, come on. It couldn't hurt. And Alfred just offering encouraging words. <laughs> and then there was smooth Skull. <laughs> Kelsey's on the sidelines. Not sure who to support at this point. Her loyalties are tied to two people <laughs> right now. She doesn't know who to support. <laughs> and then uh, Debbie's just like, I want to go. I want to go outside of this place because I need to shower, yeah. I don't think they have showers to be. Okay, you know it's what? It's just, we're, we're, we're going to go in a river. Uh, fine. You can come along, Cece. Just stay with the group and don't make a scene, please. All right. It sounds like a deal. 
Yay! Alrighty. Well, let's get moving. I would book it in the direction if I knew where it was, but I, so I'm just full of anxiety instead. Just an FYI, that was the lowest roll that we could have come up with collectively. He rolled a one. <laughs> it was a one versus one, except one of us has points in diplomacy and ate another. That's really impressive. Not going to lie. <laughs> I feel bad. I think I deserve to feel bad about how much diplomacy you have. I, I wanted a charismatic character. And? And you succeeded! You're playing a bard. <laughs> what is there to feel sorry about? You can seduce the dragon unapologetically. I cannot seduce a dragon. I the, you have no way. idea what the rules are for the... Uh, he, he can't do it yet. Yet. Amali leads you guys outside of the village through a little bit of a well-known tracked path that appears. Finavir, you've seen, you saw this path. You kind of know it at this point because you came through the village of the, from here. Uh, you're heading back into the woods and it does seem to take you 10 minutes from getting outside of the village to the forest. And then outside of that, as you go through, you see that there appears and you hear the sound of like a waterfall in the forest. We're back to the forest. You're in the forest. We are outside the barrier. Okay. All right. Amali. Hmm. We're outside the barrier. Yeah. Are you sure it's safe? Why are we warned that we would die instantaneously? It's in the light wood. Nothing's going to come after us there. Safest place you can be in the forest would be the light wood. All right. Before we break into groups, I will cut off a piece of soap for my soap bar and I'll give it to Kelsey. And I'll also use my prestidigitation heating stone on my water skin until I can get that as warm as I feel like it's safe for the container, and I'll give that to her as well. Oh, thank you, Finevere. I really do appreciate this. The simple comforts can go a long way. You did a lot of good work today, and plus, warm water tends to get the oil out of the hair. Thank you. She pauses. Do you... You said you had that long sheet because as you guys break through the trees, she gestures... And you see that it is a pool of water being poured into by a waterfall coming over some rocks. And it's very small, but it does appear that it is, there's almost nowhere to hide or keep oneself. Okay. Gentlemen, behind the trees, Cece, keep watch. Cece didn't come. Yes, she, uh, she did. She did. You convinced that's, that's her to do that tavern. No, 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 no. no. That was what we the... were all in agreement that she was going to the tavern. You convinced Amali to let her go to the to all of the men bathing. That that's what <laughs> that is why I scowled. Through. Oh, I did not know. <laughs> you are a fool. Fine. So this should be pretty easy. Okay, I have the, fishing the... line. I have. Uh, do you remember I bought the um how much the purple did you cloth? Buy? Mm-hmm. The flower right. pattern, yeah. Uh, I will set that up. All right. Uh, well, however long it takes. I can just, aid with survival. Yeah, just roll a survival for me if you have that, or engineering if you have that. I know we talked about that, though, already. Just, just men behind the tree. Smoot There's is really assisting Benavir with on a the 27 of- in his survival. Uh, 21. So to answer your question, basically, or not really your question, but to let you know. So when you're in the Lightwood, you notice that the trees here are a lot smaller. And sparse. And yeah, more spread out. Uh, so there's less to, less places to hide. So it's, you could stand behind the tree and you basically would be just covering your eyes still. Pretty much. Everyone stand back to the water. So you guys take the fishing line and you're able to drape it using a little bit of finagling 
on part of the waterfall between the rocks. So now the girls can bathe for now really quickly. The girls go behind the curtain. Gonna... All right now, don't you peek. Cece gestures to all of you. Gonna... That would be very wrong. We would never do that. David bows. I'm going to challenge uh, Smoot to some Rochambeau. Why? Why not? Can't you just sit and peacefully admire the scenery? Don't you hear the birds? Look at the trees. It's beautiful out. You could help me acquire the scenery. Plants. I can assist with that, Mast. Sure, fine. Let's do that. I'd also let them all know that we'd be looking for a particular plant in particular. You know what it looks like? Which is the... I want to say it said a yarrow, yarrow root, yarrow root. That would be it. Yeah. So I would show them the, the, the plant we're looking for. Yeah. All right. It's an acorn. No, not the acorn. I'm just saying that's one of the two things you showed me. You're an acorn. Your skull's as thick as an acorn. You hear the girls singing That's not very thick, you dimwit. Singing. Tough nut to crack. I'll join in if I know the song. Not it sounds really. like Kelsey singing a song you don't know, and you hear Cece in the background kind of say, what is that? that? What? And so Cece is learning a new song from Kelsey. Do I'll any, try to of, hum, us, do any of us recognize the song? Perception check. 19. 26. 18. Of all the songs that Kelsey could teach her, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> yes! Doodly <laughs> dee. I'm going to start joining in, but softly, across the lake. No, so no. just with them. Smooth not, scoffs. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just going to start singing it at the same time, but not within earshot of them. Smooth scoffs and continues looking. Molly has the same facial expression that Smooth is giving, and but his is more of, why are you doing that? What, 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 what's your issue? Let the girls bathe in peace. I'm, am I am I bothering them? Don't I'm not... listen to what they're saying. That's woman speak. Let them do what they need to do over there. Privacy. That's what we gave them, didn't we? At least we were attempting to. Uh, listening in on their conversation. It's a tune. Then why are you humming the tune? Then you're listening. Because it gets stuck in my head. You know, Smoot, I could actually see you as a younger Amali one day. Or no, once upon a time. Oh my goodness. Amali just looks at you and you look at Amali. <laughs> we just glare at one another. How old are you? What do you mean? I'm 57. He has gray hair, right? Yeah. Well, that would explain your crotchety and cranky old hide. Grump seems to be one of his better qualities, thank you. My skepticism and senile nature is what's gotten me through. Meh, I could see it, David. See? I'm not the only one. He points to his head. You got to use your noggin when you look at people. All right. So, in our group search... Survival. One might say, use your melon. Uh, Three. Can I... Uh, uh, use my, uh, can I sing everyone a song to inspire their Inspire competence? Comments? Yeah. You may inspire, inspire competence. You may even use the song that you just learned. If you, <laughs> where, if you want to. We're collecting a bunch of yarrow. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lovely bunch of yarrow roots. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Here they are sitting on the ground. Do, do, All right. Do. What did you roll? Three. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a three. Oh, no. <laughs> 23. Okay. I'm not looking. I'm only singing. He's only so I'm the only he's singing. <laughs> All right. I was going to, depending on how each of you was successful, I was going to increase the die number to like from a D4 to a D6, yeah. but I'm going to go back down. It's going to go back down. You find four yarrow. Yeah. I find four yarrow. Specifically, smooth. <laughs> being a biology teacher. 
Is this what you're looking for? Amali's alongside you. Yeah, I got some too. You get two extra from Amali. Yeah, six. Yeah. Grump for the win. Team Grump. Ah. I want you to know, David was alongside with Finnevere. He was just dancing to the music. He was showing you some moves. I, I would get into it and like sway back and forth to his rhythm. Perfect. Smoot, if you joined in with Finn and his music, would you play the grumpet bass? (laughs) (laughs) I'm partial to the triangle myself. All right. We're done. Cece screams out, which echoes through the forest. Oh, yep. We're all going to (laughs) die. Couldn't possibly backfire on us. I'll, I'll sneak up behind Mest and quietly use... A very quick sketch, which is uh, the component for uh, summon instrument. And I'll summon a triangle. Where did, where did you get the triangle? Magic. What do you need? What do you need? A triangle, apparently. Where did you get that? I just look at it and go, I don't know. <laughs> Can you teach me to do that? I don't know. We'll see. Can you make an extract of summon instrument? Maybe he's born that way. Maybe I could. Maybe it's marmalade. <laughs> maybe it's an alchemist. <laughs> Did you just, just say maybe, it's, maybe she's born with it? Maybe it's marmalade. Yeah, that's exactly what was. That's said. a really good marmalade. <laughs> a really good marmalade. I will take. I'll take Mama. your entire stock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys head back over. You see Kelsey and Cece are standing off to the side, and they gesture. Um, I guess we'll just go go over there, toward that pile of rocks. Okay. Okay. Have fun with the pile of rocks. Oh my goodness, we will have so much fun with the pile of rocks. I'm sorry if one of them hits you in advance. Oh, <clears throat> um, peeking. I'm concerned. That was my plan. I don't know if they're going to be throwing rocks. I hope they know where we are. So they run off. At least the girls are getting together well. I are- proceed towards the pond and strip and uh- bathe. You, you strip as you walk, basically. That's all I can imagine Alan doing is because he's so used to like, being the countryside. Stri- like straight Eldorado down, style. Straight yes. down to his trunks and dives in. Oh my goodness, no. Especially Eldorado style. It is not deep enough for a dive. If you do that, you're going <laughs> first and you end up scraping your yeah, nose. Yeah, if you go like this, but you could just go like this. Just you dive forward. in, it's a shallow pool. Like two feet deep. It's, it's like, yeah, two it's to three feet. belly flop! You spray the water everywhere. Nice. No, he's, he's, he's I, I wait until everyone gets in. I'll be the last one. Smoot would slowly okay. take off of his clothes, fold them in a neat pile, and set them beside a tree. Benavir, you and Amali are basically waiting to be last. Amali looks at you. Um, are you going to get in? Oh, just a second. I, I clean the clothes as they are taken off, and I hang them up on branches. Amali does very similar. You and him have been around each other long enough that you kind of have the same habits. Yep. I don't mind. I'm comfortable with my body. I strip. <laughs> All right. So, Benavir, you've seen this before. But as Amali enters into the pool with you guys, you do see that he has scars all over his body, on his back, on his chest. Um, Make a perception check really quick. Actually, no. Um, Yeah, no, we'll do perception. 18, 7, 25. Alfred and Alan and Finnevere, you already know that they're there. You see on his back that there appear to be linear scars all across his back, all the way up and down. Like vertical or horizontal or both? Horizontal and some vertical. This man was flayed sideways. Okay, that's where we're going to go. I don't judge. Mest is going to start setting down his various equipment by a tree 
placing the armor and whatnot and his clothing on top of his alchemist kit and everything. And he's going to strip down to his pants. And when he gets to his pants, he's just going to roll the pants legs up. Wonderful. Uh, Smoot, just to explain, uh, your character, you do see like the larger scars that are on his front and chest. But you would assume that they're probably just from all the fights that you think that he's probably been in based on the, the way he talks. Uh, upon seeing the scars, Taylor will say under his breath and very quietly, some kind of cat. Why don't you do me a favor and roll stealth for that? <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh, wait, I actually have points into stealth. It's a four. <gasps> when you say that, Amali looks over and he seems to get a little flushed and he gets out of the water really quick and goes back and changes again. Oops. How heavy is the water from the waterfall falling down? It's almost like a light, very, it's soft water, basically. It's coming over gently. Uh, and when it comes down, it's it's more of a trickle down, but it does come over and it feels more like a shower than anything. Can I try to find a uh, some kind of a bug or something? Because I'm still bruised from earlier. Yeah, sure. Uh, you take the time and you find a singular grub in the mud pile, in the mud that was created by Alan jumping into the pool. All right. I'll crush it, cast my last level one spell for the mm-hmm. day of uh, Cure Light Wounds. Thank you for your sacrifice. I'll say quietly. All right. If you spend, Are you going to spend any more time looking for grub before you guys all finish bathing? Uh, if I have nothing better to do, I, I might look okay. for some. Because so I, it yeah. takes them some time, and you find yourself about four other grub. Uh, I'll put them in a vial, uh, which I have. I, I, I keep light materials with me. I'll only what I can carry my bandolores and my uh, belt pouch. Okay. Smoot would also fill his water bottle before he left. Okay. So you guys take care of all the generic stuff. Do, does everyone else fill whatever? Uh, can, did anyone else buy can, uh, water containers? Nope. I've Not got mine. mine. All the extra ones are at the house. I have them. Okay. And this, Kelsey has mine. So you've all cleaned yourselves. You've gathered the resources necessary while you were out here as well. And you had... There is one more thing. Taylor will wash his shirt. Okay. Only it was already cleaned. Benavir did that it for us. It was cleaned by prestidigitation. Beer. That's magic cleaning. Can't All right, so it. he cleans off the magic. Cleans the magic off. He doesn't, he doesn't trust it to stay clean. So you head back into town. All of you now smell a lot cleaner, a little wet still, but you feel refreshed. You feel good. It was, an, it was Even though it was a little cool, it felt good on the muscles. Do you guys need to stop by the house or are you fine? I'm good. I mean, if we're just heading into town, I'd rather leave the armor at home. Pretty much. Why and be weighed down if we're just relaxing? And when I say home, I'd like put that in quotation marks. You're right. It is your home now. See you, Molly. We have family too. Please stop. So you guys do head back and you drop off your armor. I <laughs> drop off my armor and my alchemy kit. All right. After doing such a thing, you head into town towards the Flame Slayers. It's maybe around one now at this point. You spent some time out in the forest cleaning yourselves and you came back. Uh, so you are at the Flame Slayers. And would we see um, the large structure which Topti said she would be staying at on the way to the Flame Slayers Tavern? So you see the central town hall. She told us she'd be staying in the big central hut. Hey guys, um... There is some unfinished business I wanted to attend to. I'm gonna gonna head that way. I can meet up with you all at the tavern later if you want. Good luck with the uh, sacred hollowed Hallow's Eve uh, tent. <laughs> ooh, ooh, actually, no, yeah. Do you gonna... want us to get you any food? I'm gonna go with him on that one. 
Char. I'm also interested in that story. What? Uh, we'll meet up later. Are you okay? Are you telling? Oh, fine. Me the cupcakes. They're they're yours. I never took them from here. Out of the box. Out of the box. Take 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 take. I'm not gonna save any for you. Eh. Meat pie, by the way. He doesn't deserve them. I bought them. I thought he was supposed to be the adult here. Well, technically, we're all mostly adults. I mean, he was, he was a teacher. He dealt with kids every day. I know. But I guarantee you, Taylor will grow up into a man one day. <laughs> oh my God. Taylor reaches behind Finevere's head as Finevere pats him on the shoulder and uh, lightly gives slaps the back of his head. All right. So let's do it this way. I'm going to get you guys into the tavern first, and then I'll split off to you, and we'll do a little bit of a back and forth. Cool. All right, so just be paying attention, okay? All right, let's do this. No. Alan and Smoot, they split off from you guys as they head off towards the town hall. You guys, however, do enter into the building, and you see that it is very quaint. It's quiet. You see that there are far fewer bars maids that are there. You do see the large bartender who was there the previous night, who appears, you're assuming at this point, Finevere to be the owner of the tavern. There is no band playing. You do see, however, off in the corner that there appears to be somebody who is strumming on a lute, appears to be tuning it. And as you guys are coming up the stairs, you do see the familiar blue sash. It catches your eye in the upper floor, right where the railing is. Uh, I'll rush up to the to the bar and ask for, like, four drinks. The barkeep gestures to the sign behind him. We have a new uh, ale that just came in town. Really? Invidian ale that just came in. Three copper. Otherwise, we have our standard ale, lager, spirits, and some table wine. Are the stalkers still in town? Mm-hmm. The stalkers of the ale. I might want to pick up a cast before I leave. He pauses for a moment as he thinks... I did just buy it this morning um, when I was in the marketplace. Typically, those people, they come about every other week. They're right from outside the village, so they have an orchard out there. Really? Yes. So, depends on how long. I got that this early this morning. They should probably be there before sundown. Hmm. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. Four mugs, please. All right. You want the NVIDIA nail? Yes, of course. All right, four copper a, a pint. So he gets you the four pints of ale. Yep, so 16 copper. Yep. I, I thought it was three at first. He upcharged. It's, it's a new type of ale. <laughs> yes, if, it's I, uh, I four know, for the Avidian. She, never, first. she oh, never said what it was the, for the Avidian. Oh, I did say it, apparently. It is oh, three. Mm, I'm sorry. Okay. I was looking at the other ale because I have okay. two ales. I, I, you're right. <laughs> As I charge up the stairs, call us bright hot. Ah, my friends, it is a pleasure to see you. And you guys walk up the stairs where you see that Callus and Asha are. You see that they have things spread out all over the table. Did they also order one of everything? It does not appear so, <laughs> but it appears that they've spread out some of their gear on the table and they appear to be, well, Asha is leaning over what appears to be some sort of parchment on the table. If I can find a spot, I'll put down two of the mugs in front of Asha and Callus. So you place down the mugs. Asha, you place it right next to her right hand as she's leaning over and she looks over. Oh. A video nail. It's new. Thank you. I already had a bit this morning, but I would appreciate more. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. You mind if I take a seat? No, go right ahead. You're welcome at our table any day. Cheers. He clinks his mug against yours. 
Asha slowly grabs hers and clinks it against yours as well. Cece comes over. So uh, who who's the fourth one for? Not you. I'll take a sip out of one and then I'll offer both of them to um, uh, Smoot and Amali. Smoot Smoot's is not, not there. there. Smoot's oh, not that's there. right. Smoot's not there. So it's Mest and Amali. Then a Mest and Amali. Amali takes it. Thanks. He sits uh, down as well. I didn't know there were other seekers in town. Ah, yes. Well, we just came in town um fortnight ago. It hasn't been too long. However, it's been rough sleeping outside on uh, the ground. And you guys know these these two? Ah, well, we just bumped into them while we were out running errands. I figured that they could tell us some stories of their adventures. Uh, of course, if you need stories, I have plenty. What would you like to hear? Would you like to hear about the time that I fought a wild beast in the forest and I slayed it with my single right fist? I'm sorry, that's a joke. I have never done such a thing. <laughs> have you ventured much into the dark woods? Asha looks over at you. We've done some adventuring into the dark woods when we go into the ruins. Of course, like any other seeker, we wouldn't stay there too long. I always get travelers that come by in Taba. But it's so hard to determine fact from fiction. Of course it is, especially when you have fellows like Callus coming through and telling their grand tales. And she does air quotes around that. But of course, our job as seekers is to discern truth from fiction. Was that part of the job description? It's part of it. However, some people, in order to go up the ranks, tell stories and fictionist tales in order to get what they want. Well, I'm I'm a man who prefers an honest business. Asha looks over at Alfred. Come, take a seat. There's no reason for you to stand so far away. All right. So, you became initiates, I see. Uh, yes, we did. Yes. Congratulations. Uh. That is a very exciting time. Why, yes, it is. Oh, this is a time to celebrate. We need more ale, more spirits. It is a day to be rich in spirits. And spirits. And spirits. And spirits. And maybe cupcakes. And I'll gesture to Cece. Yes, cupcakes. She has her mask <laughs> on, by the way. All right, that's good. We did some battle earlier with some, uh, oh gosh, what were they? Uh, it was a Ganon of... Surgist leeches. Surgist leeches. A Ganon? That sounds amazing. Tell me your tale. I assume you're barred from your... He gestures up and down. Attire. I strum. Then Why, sing, yeah. O Bard. Sing of your revelries. Okay. I actually have something for this. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not expect the Bard to come prepared? I'll look straight at Taylor. This is a romanticized version of our adventure. I'm not there. Oh, he's not, not there, there either? either. <laughs> no. Then there's no one to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So there we were. We were going from place to place. Replacing the cores, these large towers for the village. About the second one that we were at, just as we removed the core, we were attacked by a ganon of Surgis leeches. We stood to our feet, drew our arms, and I looked these devils in the eyes and told them what I thought. I told them, Take a look at us, you'd think we're terrified. But there's no one in the world I'd rather have by my side. Taylor, Meston, Smoot, Kelsey, and Devine. To rid ourselves the likes of you, there's nothing else I need. Now let's go into the fray. 
And Alfred's mighty blast will clear us away. And if you think this Taylor guy's looking pretty dim, I'll warn you with this spear in hand, nothing get past him. And then there's Smoot, somebody grump. He'll teach you all a lesson while he's dishing out your lumps. Kelsey's dancing along. Not Kelsey, Cece's dancing along. Kelsey's also tapping her foot. And so we slew the beasts and finished our mission. And everyone became initiates. Bravo, bravo. Callus claps. Asha sighs, but she gives you a light clap as well. Everyone else starts clapping. Cece is very excited. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. I need to hear more of this from you more often. And that was so exciting. So yay. Yay. Well, I must say, we might need to use you in our party at some point. We could always use a bard for some encouragement. And what do you do, good sir? He gestures to Alfred. Ah, you can think of me as an alchemist. An alchemist? A genius of chemicals. Ah, so you're good at making healing ointments and whatnot. Bombs? You could say that. You should have seen him. I need a little bit of practice. Wonderful. Well, again, if you ever need a a paladin such as myself or my dear compatriot ranger, we can most definitely use your talents in our party. They're not ready to be going out there on any missions right now. He's not wrong. We're just getting started. But I have plans and ambition. I see potential in everyone here. I seek to have us at the top. I will have the world learn our names. That is a wonderful ambition. I, myself, I seek more along the lines of stability for my family. I just need money. Admirable goals as well. So what are some of the dangers that you guys have had to face? I can say that we've come across some very large beasts. Larger than what you would see in the Lightwood. I'll tell you that for certain. Of course, we've seen the usual elk out there. But large creatures with thick hide and almost like steel-plated armor on their bodies. It's so difficult to pass. Some of them, I guess you could call dragon, I guess would be the term. I'm not sure. I know that that's a term they used a long time ago, but... There are so many creatures out there that we have yet to document on. I will sense motive Asha as he tells his story. Okay. <laughs> For uh, accuracy. Ten. She is looking down at the map on the table, and she is not paying you really any mind. She doesn't really seem to be reacting to what he's saying too much. Yes, but as I said, I know that you say that they're not ready. Good sir. And he reaches out his hand as if to shake. <sighs> Amali. Amali shakes his hand very reluctantly, but still does it. Amali. But, of course, in order to become full seekers, they have to travel with a seeker themselves in order to, well, as I said, become full in the guild. Besides, and he looks at you and Alfred, if you did travel with us, you could come along and, well, we're going to be heading to one of the seeker bases. He gestures to the map. Could I use my um craft sketch to more accurately put markings on my map or draw points of interest on a piece of paper I have? You could try, but sketch does not count towards that. Cartography does. Sketches for like actual like artistic drawings. So you could do it, but they wouldn't be accurate. I see. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll take points into that one day. Callus gestures. He says, Asha, where are we heading next? 
to the tiger's den. We'll be heading through the forest to get there. That'll be about a month's journey, but it would give you a lot of experience along the way, and you would be more than ready to become full guild members. Attempting offer. Amali just speaks up. That's not a good idea. And you know it, Finn. Uh, you have no real experience. You haven't been out there by yourself without me. Or tragedy. Or tragedy, exactly. You're definitely not wrong. If you go out there without real support, you'll end up like every other foolish initiate. And he gestures to you, Alfred. And he stops. He's like, not, not saying that you're foolish, Alfred. I'm just saying you'll end up dead. And Asha speaks up. And you believe you're enough to support them on your own? At least with us, they have two experienced seekers accompanying them. Not just a handsome face. Roasted. Burned. Um. um. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just a handsome face. Amali's hot enough to deal fire damage. He probably had resistance to that burn. See, I'm just sitting here thinking she now has a thing for Amali. Mm, what female hasn't? <laughs> Big true. Cece. And which males haven't? Mm, messed. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> I've already given you an example for both. Do you say anything when that, um, in an argument at all? Does uh, Amali? I'll say something to the effect of, uh, I am quite flattered by by your offer, but I I think we're good for now. I wish them best on their their journey. I ask them when they they're leaving. Ah, well, um, we are leaving in the, basically about tomorrow morning since we've been here for about four days now. Hey, Amali. Four days, a fortnight. Uh, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, what do you need? About where were those ruins you and Finnevere were going to go explore? He points a little further east of Ashby. Okay. Yeah, because we had to cross the river to get here. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, Could I make, try to make an educated guess as to whether or not that seems like about where the three of us woke up, at least? You guys travel probably, if I remember correctly, I think it was like half a day or so. Mm -hmm. It was, no, it was three full days of travel. So After they found us and we traveled for about yeah, half a day. You got, and you guys in. traveled for about half a day. So it would probably be in that general-ish vicinity. Okay. Oh, you found ruins? Found. We didn't find them. No. They did. I, I give an exasperated look. Um, yes, we found ruins. Kelsey just chimes in. Isn't that right, Mest? Yeah, they were quite interesting. Yes. Almost, almost looked like uh, it was a building made of metal. Honestly, if what they took back with them it was, was all that was there, I can't imagine it was all that interesting. Honestly, it was, a bust. It was mostly broken down. Ah, yes. Many of the ruins are like that. That's why you have to go deeper in. Underground. Huh. I mean, he's not wrong. Most ruins would probably hide something more interesting in underground. Out of curiosity... And I'll keep my spacing when I do this from him. I'll take out my uh, my beast lore and the uh, the flashlight in separate hands. Okay. Have you collected any interesting relics along your way? Whatever we collected, we turned in to uh, Liamor down at the reliquary. He had to process them, so he might not even have them out right now. Huh. Sounds standard to me. Have you seen one of these before? Which one? Uh, the beast lore. Yes, Asha looks up. It's relatively common. We use that to call beasts from the forest, especially if we need to capture any for a quest. Has it been very useful? 
Yes, it keeps them calm when they come to the call. Essentially, it lets out some sort of signal to these creatures, and they approach it in a rather calm manner. It's also great for hunting. Hmm. Although, I guess it takes out the sport. I mean, what's profitable is profitable. Oh. I mutter chapter eight. Profit of profit. You've read the profit of profit. Of course, I've read the profit of profit. What seeker who seeks money wouldn't? It's like, my book is missing pages. Do you know where I could find an actual copy? The last time I read that book was in one of the seeker bases. And I can't recall which one. Maybe uh, I could for a price. Hmm. Asha, how very unladylike of you. She rolls her eyes. The last place I saw that book. And she gestures onto the map. It was in the base of Lamb's Respite. However, many times the books there get borrowed and they move from base to base. That is the law that we follow. I must have read that book a hundred times or a thousand. Uh, So many so, I got so irritated with the missing chapters, I improved the missing pieces uh, and uh, put a bit of my own. It's been so long, I can't even tell which was original and which is my own handiwork. Ah, I see. Not only are you an avid reader of the Prophet of Prophet, but you are also somewhat of a philosopher. Um, if you would consider that. I take the tenets to heart. I think there's a lot of, uh, profit in it. (laughs) She laughs at that. And the laugh is a little bit more gentle than her regular speaking voice. I really do appreciate the heads up. I'll definitely have to make my way there one day. Where is Lamb's Respite on the, uh, or is it? Ooh. South of Hiltier and Teba. Oh, it's in the middle. Like it was in my grass the whole time. Would be a pretty good place to stop if we were heading to Teba. It's also the closest base to Ashby. Oh, is it? Is that a seeker base? Amazing. Moot is going to love me today. I know where a library is. Mest is already happy. He's <laughs> learned that there's actual <laughs> library. I'm gonna go get us some food. Happy. Oh, good. Um, get me one of everything. <laughs> Uh, no, that's um, messed shtick. Yeah, see, see, we can't always get one of everything. Um, if they have something that would be chicken-based, I would, I would actually prefer that. Okay. Well, you guys did a fantastic job today. Tonight, dinner's on me. Fine, get me something, get me, get me the same thing that she's getting. As you wish. And, and I know Smoot said he wanted some meat pie. Taylor didn't answer when I asked. Well, Smoot's so. not here, is he? Smooth, what did you want? Oh, I think he wanted a rock sandwich. Ooh, definitely give him the rock sandwich. He'll like that a lot. All right, I'm going to go go down and see what's... You know, I may have forgotten wrong. It might have been rock sandwich. I leave and I I go to the the bark. All right. Getting into the town hall is relatively easy. As you pass through the tent entrance and into the centermost room, you're overwhelmed by the scent of lavender, cedar, and another smell that you can't quite identify but you feel relaxed, and any aching that you had in your body seems to fade away the longer you inhale the air. In the center of this dome-shaped tent is a rectangular stone fire pit where a small flame is lit. The flickering light of the fire illuminates a large statue of an elk made from a pale wood, and from its mouth, white smoke pours out onto the floor. So cool. You see that the room is mostly empty, but you do see some cushions on the floor that appears to be almost like a tufted type of fabric, and they appear very soft. There is only 
one person in the room who is sitting underneath of the elk statue on one of the cushions. You recognize the person from behind with the muted reddish colored shawl on her shoulders is Topti. I want to walk up to the fire pit, sit on one of the seating seats. I would, uh, Smoot would walk up slowly and kind of with a slow bow say, Elder Topti, ma'am. What brings you here today? Her voice sounds different to you. A whole lot younger. Well, if I inhale this air long enough, am I going to lose my rasp? She turns and you do see that her appearance is much younger than it was when you first saw her outside. Her hair is still white and in the braid, but you can see that she's sitting straighter and more upright. The wrinkles on her skin have faded away and she smiles. After our previous conversation about the uh, New Year's Eve hallowed sacred poem, one of your final remarks to us was to not stay long. I don't know if you recall, but it struck me as a little odd. I wonder if there was deeper meaning behind it. Maybe you had a little bit more information than we. She takes in a deep breath, and as she lets out the air from her lungs, you see that some of the smoke that is coming from the mouth of the elk also falls out of her mouth. And you see that her form kind of shrinks back down, and she appears a little older again. Ah, I have not thought about the meaning of that poem for many, many years. What other questions do you have? I mean, it was more so your ominous or foreboding departure. The final words you left us were struck me as a little odd. I didn't know if they were informed by something we did not know. She looks at you and smiles. I know the look in your eyes of a soul lost and wandering. You are not the first, nor shall you be the last. Was that not the answer to your question? Answering questions with riddles and, uh, vague hyperbole doesn't really tend to satisfy me, but I, I suppose it's better than nothing. Hey, satisfy the Gentiles. It's the fortune teller all over again. Roll diplomacy. Would Alan be assisting or not? Yes. Eleven. Three. Eleven and three. What a pair. My charisma mod is zero. Both fine. <laughs> I, I think the only one with positive charisma technically would probably be Finnevere. Do you have negative charisma? No, he's also got a zero. I've got a zero oh as well. That's why we have one talkie-talkie man. I've yeah. got a zero. Me I've got a zero. <laughs> Mest is not charismatic. I don't know. What I just want to be the conversation hero. All right. She nods her head. I understand. Sometimes I speak in very confusing ways. I, I understand that. I'm honestly trying to sound really cool right now. What <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel any better? You are succeeding. Wonderful. To explain, Amali told me a little about you. You see, when people come into my village, I like to know who's coming and who is going. And therefore, to explain my meaning, you were found in an interesting and strange situation. And for those who have been in the dark wood for too long, my concern resides with the corruption that follows. You see, those who remain there for far too long, some lose their minds, others their bodies, and some still lose their souls. And you are souls lost, wandering in a place you don't belong. 
You said some of them lose their bodies. Do we have ghosts to contend with? Perhaps. Out of everyone we've spoken with, it sounds like you might be the first one to believe our tale. No, I don't. she still thinks uh, we're crazy. <clears throat> I don't know about that. Finn seems, uh, at least... He not seems skeptical. At best. Not denying. Tolerant. <laughs> I cannot confess to know your tale. Therefore, I cannot confess to speak it to be true. We could tell you. How then do you know that we are lost souls? It is my suspicion. I see it in your eyes. You are lost. I've known that look. I've seen it in my friends. The ones that I lost many years ago. Before they went mad. Before I had to kill them. That took a dark turn real quick. Hold up. Crap just went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> it's not the weirdest thing we've heard. Let's be honest. Fair. Earlier, you asked me about the fallen. And as I said, I have not thought about that for many years. I left this village about a hundred years ago to go off and serve on my own adventures. The knowledge that I gained over the years of adventuring and seeing the truth of the forest is what made me this village's elder. I don't mean to be rude or pry, but you just said a hundred years ago... <clears throat> Is it normal for persons of this culture to live that long? Not for seekers. Is the average life expectancy that long? I don't understand that long. Why It, 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 it sounds like you're, give or take, probably somewhere around 120 or more years old. I am almost 150. <clears throat> Back from where we're from... That was uncommon, so you can understand my shock. <laughs> can she? No, she, she, she's very confused. She says, Back in our day, people died of old age about 80. In your day? Where we're Taylor, from. You are a giant ignoramus. Shh. But with that being said, Elder, with all of your experience and travel through the Darkwood, have you ever come across any individuals... Or anyone who has been encapsulated through time. Or anyone who's claimed such. I have not in my time. Perhaps another. There are many seekers and all have their own stories to tell. As a seeker, it is one's job to determine fiction from truth. But not all seekers are honorable and tell the truth. I have an answer for your question regarding the fallen. I have taken this time and I have thought about it. I will not leave you unanswered. Perhaps it refers to those who have been affected by the dark wood, or the corruption, or even those ancient beings that fell long ago. Is that all you seek from me? You said you knew of the comings of goings of everyone in town. It seems like you're well acquainted with all of the villagers and know their general concerns as well. What exactly are the Red Guard doing here? It doesn't seem like they're exactly well liked by the common folk. Roll diplomacy for me. I will aid another. <clears throat> 17. 
All right, what do you say to aid another? I'm also interested in knowing that they were acting uh, rather suspicious earlier. Okay. So that brings you up to a 16. Okay. She says, they have come into town every once in a while, and they've been around for about four months. However, I have received complaints from villagers, and the matter is being addressed. And that is all I will say on that front. Seeing as you like to know the comings and goings of uh, and events, we did have a passing interaction with them while we were doing an errand for Liamor. I know that the well-being of this village is predicated around the barrier and all of the various receptors. We were refilling and recharging the batteries on them for Liamor, but while doing so, there was a small unit of Red Guard, around about six of them, and it looked like some higher-ranking officer among them, but most noticeably, an individual in a black cloak. He was carrying some strange black box as well with him. He went up to the receptor and it made it some odd humming. I know not if this has any meaning to you or not, or if this is their regular duty, but I felt like you would be grateful to be informed. I did not know this, and I appreciate the information. Again, this matter is being addressed. I cannot discuss further with you on that. Well, as to thank you for, uh, your insight and wisdom. We may be back to enlighten you with more information if we can be your eyes and ears around the village. Oh, was that really where to thank me? Uh, did you, would you prefer some form Oh, of- no, I was just saying, if you come back, uh, never mind. You notice that she keeps, like, when she breaks into this, she seems to, like, oscillate, and she actually seems to get a little bit older and seems a little bit more senile. And then she takes in a deep breath again, and you see her age back. Thank you. I do appreciate your information. Taylor, I think we should leave this creepy voodoo magic alone. I think I've had enough of this magic smoke juice. Taylor will nod rather, not not furiously, but vigorously. Thank you, other top team. It has been a pleasure. She nods as you exit the tent. Yeah, we're just like backing Ta- away Taylor slowly. Taylor stands up, does a little bow, and, sign, and, and signs thank you in, in the one of the three phrases in sign language he knows. Thank you, yes and no. She signs back, you're welcome. Does Taylor know that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Smoot would get up and bow and slowly back out of the tent. Okay. So you guys head out from the tent with a very strange experience behind your backs. You head over to the tavern where you hear a very loud callus and Amali arguing again. Well, arguing the first that you've heard of it. Oh, goodness. They really should not go with you. There is no... How many times do I have to say this? They're inexperienced. Just... uh. Well, it seems like he's making more friends. I'm going to go to the bar. You also hear Cece in the background. Sing for us. I'm glad we missed it. Uh, uh, I'll put a, a hand on on uh, Smoot's shoulder. Not gonna lie, you're probably the most relatable person in this time period. If they come in, I'll greet them both with two more mugs, which I you're, aren't you upstairs? Are they upstairs? Yeah, they're all upstairs. I, I would be making my way directly to you. Seeing I'm gonna as head you to the party. Uh, I'm gonna head to I, the bar first. I would like to have purchased a, a stew of some kind. Prob- okay. I'd um, probably just go with the same as last time. Um, unfortunately, they swapped out their menus. They, do, they don't have beef stew. They oh. don't. I'll tell you what they have. Meat pie? Please tell me they have something chickeny. 
How mean, often do they oscillate? I mean, we it's didn't probably get probably you... whatever was hunted that day. We, we didn't get you the meat pie, if that's what you're asking. What? <laughs> so essentially, they have roasted peppers filled with a mix of cheeses, two silver Ooh. pieces, baked potato, three, three copper, apple stuffed mushrooms, five copper, artichoke soup, eight copper, boiled bacon and cabbage parsley sauce, two silver, cheese rolls filled with a filling of nuts, honey, and vegetables, four copper, Spiced potatoes, four copper. Steamed carrots, one copper. Roast duck with apples, five silver. Roast beef served with cranberry sauce, six silver. You wanted a duck? I gave you a duck, Quentin. It's dead. The duck is dead. <laughs> six right. silver? Yeah. This is expensive. For, it's a, it's a whole yeah. duck. Pro- it's For probably a whole, a whole duck. A whole probably. roast duck with apples. Steamed yeah. Braised oxtails with mushrooms, five silver. Breaded breast of chicken, three um, silver. And then for drinks, they have the NVIDIA and ale, lager, spirits, table wine, and ale. I'm going to go with a lager and the stuffed vegetable cheese roll. Okay. I, I would have gotten the artichoke soup. How okay, much? so subtract eight copper from yours. How much was it again? No, no, it's all on my tab. It's all on your tab? Yep. I don't know that. He doesn't know that. And do you go- okay, so Finnevere comes down as you guys are entering in because he's been ordered to get another round of drinks. I've been it's- back and forth to the bar. Yeah, multiple times, and the bar keeps just like another round. Ah! Oh, well, must the, be the a first party. the first round was on me, which is why I'm giving them each. All right, so he comes downstairs as you guys enter in, and he offers to buy your food and drink. Yep, and I'll slam down okay. two large mugs of Avidian ale. Ooh, expensive stuff. I can smell it. Avidian ale. Specialty. Okay, so for both of their meals, it's 12 copper. The NVIDIA nail is 3 copper. H- how is that spelled, by the way? Invidian, I-N-V-I-D-I-A-N. Cool. I'll get two of the ducks and four of the chicken breasts. Five silver apiece for the ducks, and the chicken breast would be three silver apiece. Extravagant. I'm glad he has money. Does. Okay. The, the artichoke soup. It's a special day. When we become actual seekers, assuming I haven't been robbed at that point. <laughs> I will buy you dinner again. <laughs> Finnevere's our splendid daddy. <laughs> there we go. Uh, How's the soup today? It's pretty good. After having walked around town, have we seen any of the Red Guards since our altercation with them earlier? No, you have are, not. Are any of them present in the bar? No. Yeah, we, there would have been a mood shift if there was. Yeah, yeah not, not if they were here. Not if they were here before we were. It's pretty empty. It's still pretty dead. It's only like about maybe one. 45-ish would be the time that you could assume. Like p.m. or a.m.? Yes, we are in the morning. Because I was under the impression that it was explicitly stated that we were in the after, like, well into the afternoon at this point. No, I I said 1 o'clock is when you guys got back and got there. Mm -hmm. Then you went to the other locations. So it's about 1.40-ish. Okay. After our conversation, okay. top team might be around too, but All right, whatever. so you guys head upstairs at where you see Amali and Callus now arm wrestling on the table. They're arm wrestling to debate. Yes. Uh, to debate. Our, They're trying ah. to basically like, no, I, I'm right. No, uh, I'm right. I whisper encouragement to Amali to give him a bonus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it goes pretty well. Um, but eventually, after a while, they settle down. It became a draw because they were like best out of three and then it was best out of five. And then finally we're just like, fine, we're, we're done. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, I'll just off. be sitting like slurping my soup, watching them. Um, so Kalos looks over at you as you two come up the stairs 
Ah, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Finally, where have you been? I uh, raised my probably hand probably bothering a... some innocent folk. I, I I put my hand up to him for a fist bump. I'm gonna see if he if he recognizes the gesture. There's something wrong with your fist, good sir. Yeah, why are you assaulting this kind man? I'm not assaulting him. I grab it him. and shake it. <laughs> ah, is that a new type of greeting? American. American. Is that a new village or settlement that started? It's a joke. It's an inside joke. It's a far off place. Interesting. Well, you speak our language very well. I give a dismissive nod. Well, Asha and I were having a discussion with your compatriots here. We were discussing whether or not you should come. You could. Not should. You could accompany us to our next mission in the Seeker's base. And he gestures to the map. It depends. Which direction is it heading in? Well, if you look, it's uh, southeast towards the Tiger's Den. We can't. I know. I, uh, we've gone over this. The offer is appreciated for sure. Well, we can guarantee that we would get you uh, to your full seeker initiation, and you'd be far more experienced for that matter. You guys should just stay with us. I can train you. I, I thought that was the general consensus already. They did, however, tell me of something of interest. Which would be? Well, I hear a tale in Lamb's Respite. There's a library. Possibly with a fresh copy of Prophet of Prophet. That sounds something you are more excited about than I should be. You, Smoot, did did you miss the part where he said library? I heard library. No, I did. Maybe they'd have some answers, but if we have other seekers here, we can pick their brains. But wouldn't there be more seekers at a seeker's base? Yes, and I'm all for going. I'm just saying we can't really get there right now. Focus on the present. Oh, speaking of other Seekers, Amalia, I was wondering, have you heard about that rumor? What rumor? I suppose not. Um, there were some claims that this man, the Far Traveler, was seen at Tiger's Den a little over a month ago. So what? Aren't you curious? About what? What's the tale? Who is this Far Traveler? Well, if the rumors are true, there was this story going around one of the Seeker's bases uh, about a person who was found in a part of the Darkwood. They, they claimed to be some sort of time traveler, and they spoke of strange lands. And this person is also said to have had an understanding of the many relics, things that most of us have had difficult time understanding. They almost have a complete understanding of how they work. Does this traveler have a name? That's the, the far thing. traveler. Yes, we well, only know him as the Far Traveler. That is all that I've heard. How long has this rumor been circulating for? I'd have to say I am unsure. The last base that we were at was about a month away. Was that the first you'd heard of the Far Traveler? Yes. And do, how you, do you have perhaps a more accurate description of his appearance? Again, like I said, rumors are rumors. They are neither true nor fiction. We can't be certain. There is no descriptive of this person, only that they are a genius of some kind. I look at David. Why, why are we looking at David? David. What? Person traveling from back in time. Hyper-intelligent. Well, Hyper-intelligent. could be one of uh, Do you think uh, it could be Ozzy? He Wait, pauses for a moment. If, it, if they're speaking about um, more or less past stuff in the open, I will, I will nudge anyone doing that. Softly. They seem to be whispering to each other, oh, um, but fine. you're able to catch them a little bit, and you're just like, you kind of remind them, like, careful. If they're being quite uh, quiet, I'll wait until I catch their 
attention and just do a dismissive Do you think it could be Ozzy? We never confirmed that he was left behind. I don't know. Like, we could... We haven't gone back to the the ruins that we were talking about. Uh, question for you, Mr. Callis. Was there any mention at all of where this far traveler had been previously? Any mention of his whereabouts or where he's come from, where he's gone? Yeah, he was in Tiger's Den. Last seen, that we've heard. Last rumored to have existed. Yes, his whole existence is a rumor. No, no. I think you'll find in the last place they heard the rumor was in the Tiger's Den. No, they they haven't been to the Tiger's Den. No, no, no. Um, We are heading, wow, we are heading to Tiger's Den. We actually heard the rumor when we were over at Lamb's Respite. That's where we heard the rumor start, or where we heard it, at least. Well, then I'm mistaken. My apologies. So, Callus. Yes? What's your story? What was your drive to become the uh, Seeker? To provide stability for my family. I send back all the funds that I make to my wife and my children. Oh, is there a... Do you have a, a messenger of sorts that go, travels back and forth? I send it by hawk. By trained hawk? Yes. Are you good with all animals or just that one? That one was specifically handed down to me, trained by my father. Also, you said you were a paladin. Yes. I've heard vague rumors of, of the paladin. Can you do that light thing? Light thing? You mean the... The justice that comes from the, the from sky. From the soul. Yes. Of course. Uh, uh, can, can you smite people? You invoke the words of Christ and exercise demons? What are you doing here? What? I'm as confused. I don't understand the name, uh, but I do have the ability to focus my inner being and, and call down essentially power from the sky, like he said. Uh, wow. And I can take it close. He, he smiles and he gives a thumbs up. And? Check this out. It took me months to get this one. And I, I, take, I put it in my glove, and I'll just, I'll make a piece of food levitate. Ah, oh, a magician as well, I see. Wonderful. Uh, Asha looks over at Alfred. You've been awfully quiet. This is some pretty good soup. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he is generally hey. entranced by cuisine. They're, they're pretty uh, adept with uh, relics. Why don't you show him what you picked up at the reliquary? Hmm, it wouldn't hurt to ask. You wouldn't happen to have any information on these, and I produce forth the two pills I have onto the table. Asha looks down at them. I will carefully separate them. She looks at them and she seems to think, I'm sorry, I'm not sure what these are exactly. There are many types of pills like this, but I'm not an expert on them. Hmm. Well, it was a long shot anyway. You wouldn't happen to know anyone who might be able to help better identify them, right? Unfortunately, when it comes to relics, it is rare to find someone who understands them completely. What most about... Of the, excuse me, sir. Most of the time... Sorry. <laughs> most of the time, you'll get a general or vague idea of how it works, but sometimes there are drawbacks... You might not always know what they are. What about this far traveler fellow? If the rumors prove true, I suppose you could find the far traveler who, forgive me, but the word is traveler. Penning him down might not be the easiest, but the tale intrigues me nonetheless. 
Well, I'll keep an ear out for rumors. I have a knack for that. I mean, Traveler could indicate that he has already traveled and is now staying in one or one location or area. <laughs> no, I doubt it highly. How far would the travel be to some place like Tiger's Den? I mean, that's where they're heading, so... It'd be about a month, give or take, if we went by Elk. As well as including a few stops along the way mm. in ruins. Gallus, didn't you make mention of a hawk? Why, yes. Is there any way you could send it out to the Tiger's Den? It would probably get there before us. And Unfortunately, maybe I sent that hawk out when we stopped in Ashby. I sent the funds that I made when I went to the reliquary to my family. Understandable. Also, the hawk is only trained to return. Uh, is there, uh, are there anyone or is there any place that provides a service to send hawks for you? Probably not in a small town like this. I, yes, I cannot say that I've well. seen anything like that here in Ashby. Uh, perhaps in one of the larger bases, but most of the way that things are delivered would be by the caravans. I do love the caravans. It was my favorite times. It was the highlight of my week whenever they would stop by. Ah, uh, yes. I love when the caravan stops in. You love when everything stops in. Well, who doesn't? Everyone loves a bit of coin and using a bit of coin. Asha smiles and she says, Well, it's getting late and I would like to get myself ready. We'll be heading out in the morning, so... Well, thanks for sharing a meal with us. The pleasure was ours. I bid you a good evening, then. Callus reluctantly leaves with her and they, they say farewell. Yes! Uh, you have a very well-detailed and outlined map. Is there any way we could get some of the major uh, waymarks there etched into some of ours? That way we can have a better understanding of where things are. I don't have the skill to do that. Um, and I can't say I know anyone in this village hmm. who is a cartographer. Unfortunately. When you go to the Seekers Guild, you will get a map of this kind. And perhaps Amali has one of his own. Uh, all eyes turn to him. All eyes. What? Do you have a map? I may have a map. <laughs> Mest breaking the silence. Well, we know Mest has soup, we just don't know if he has a map. I do potentially have a map, but you're not ready to go anywhere just yet. If you're going to train with me, it's going to be days before you're even ready. Maybe even months. Smoot would go up to everyone who he woke up with effectively being Taylor, Mest, David, and Kelsey. Try and pull them aside for a moment. What? What is it? I don't know about you, but this bar traveler, even if he is just a rumor, it's something that I would wish to pursue. It's the first thing that I've heard that is any semblance of correlation with us. Well then, perhaps that we, perhaps we should pursue it. However, Amali brings up the excellent point that we are not ready to travel on our own or with a party of adventurers. So, maybe we wait for the caravan. We don't know when that's going to be back. We train in the meantime. The caravan? CC. I'm sorry, was, was this a private party? Or was this a group party? Do you know when the caravan's going to be back? Well, they stop by at least once a month, so... When was the last time they came? Um, about a month ago, so they should be here almost any day now. Or next week. Maybe next week. I'm not sure. So Do they have a plotted course where they make continuous routes, or is it kind of just sporadic? Each caravan typically stops in one of the bigger um, towns or cities. At least that's what I have heard. 
and they they stop in those areas and most of the time they'll exchange goods and then they'll come back so they go like one way and then the other way so it's like yeah they go back and forth so the likelihood of it going to ash pee to tiger's den is probably low um i to be honest have not been outside of this village anywhere else really so i can't tell you which direction like where they're going I'm going to go return to Amali then. Mest, David, Kelsey, how about yourselves? Uh, if they pulled themselves away, it probably would be because I would have been talking to Amali. Mm-hmm. I did want to ask him something, though. Sure. So, I have to ask, what's your stake in all this? From taking me in to taking all of them in, and now you're offering to train us. Diplomacy, everyone, please. 29. Jeez. I rolled really, really high. Let's just say... I knew some people a long time ago. I just don't want to see the same things happen to people again. To be not very specific, you know, because of my whole situation. All right. Well, to be honest, that's more or less one of my motivations as well. Then you're on the same page. They really need to get stronger before they head out. It's not a good idea. Just losing one person, you can be lost for a long time. When I lost Fallon, I I didn't know what to do with myself for what seemed like months. I know, Finn. You've told me the story. Well, all right. But I'm going to make it a point to make it up to you. All right. You say that every time, Finn. I'm not worried about it, okay? Well, Navir always pays his debts, so... Add that to your book, Profit of Profit. Uh. Actually, I feel like that'd be losing profit. Never mind. It's a chapter on acceptable loss of profits. It's actually one of the tenets, but okay. So when Smoot said what he did, I was gonna let, I was gonna say. Where I was about to head back over to you too. Okay. So if David or Kelsey have anything to say, I'll pipe in after them. Basically, David essentially says, "Look, I I don't want to get my hopes up and then have them dashed into nothing. I'd rather just live and." And understand that this is because of where I came from before I came over to the United States. I lived in a place that was not very good. And and going back into that thought and having to think about the loss of people is not fun. It's not good. I just, I'd rather not think about it too much. You know what I mean? So what, you're content just living here, twiddling your thumbs? No, I need time, Smoot. I need time to be ready. I... I can understand where he's coming from, but I am worried about my brother. And my my brother was an engineer, maybe. It could be him. It could be Ozzy. I don't know. All I know is that it's the only thing that's the closest thing we've heard to any semblance similar to us. They could have woken up earlier. Who knows? That's just it, Smooth. We've only heard things so far. We won't get any closer to the truth unless we I'm- go. I'm not saying we don't go looking for them, but I'm not saying we go now. I say we cool our heels just a, just a little bit, get some more information, maybe find someone who has more information on this traveler. If we can get a better visual description, we might be able to compare it to our our own memories of those we were in the study with. The Seekers are the only people who would probably have heard of this rumor. And Amali's a hermit, let's be honest. He doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't seem to know anything. Benavir's more up to date with rumors and gossip than he is. I wouldn't say Amali seems to know it. You walked away. Oh, wait, no, shoot, that's right. 
He comes back. Hey guys, I'm back. Hey guys, I made it. <laughs> I got kicked out of the other conversation. Oh yeah. No, I actually, actually no. I would have walked over to Amali and see the and saw that they were obviously having a personal conversation and walked back. Okay. There we go. That's good reason. My point is, is if this world is as volatile as Amali says it is, if we give it a month or two, we don't know if this bar traveler, if he does exist, will even still be alive. Not to mention, we won't know where he is. I'm on board with that. If Amali wants to make sure that we're safe, what's safer than traveling with three experienced seekers? We can train while we go there. Well, we could also Wait, alternatively go with the caravan. Who's if the third experienced seeker? If we went... Let's say we went with Callus and Asha, for example. We'd have Callus, Asha, and Amali, all three of them together. How do you think you could... Wait, you think you're going to convince Amali to go? I mean, honestly, he convinced him to uh, do the whole plan with the belt. If I can do that, I'm sure we can get through anything. Ah, uh, you didn't exactly convince him terribly much. You kind of forced him into most of that. And if I can force him to go with us to Tiger's Den, I'll do, do what I can. Wait, I you forced him to wear the belt? He was skeptical at first. I don't know who to believe anymore, Mr. Smoot. I don't think I can trust you. Does your belt look good? Yeah. Do you like the red icing cupcakes? I do. She actually has icing like on the right the right corner of her mouth. Then I feel like you can trust me. Trust oh. your gut, or in this case, stomach. Both of those options were Smoot's idea. Listen, everything that we've just been posed with is time sensitive. And words from wise elders would indicate that we shouldn't stay long. I feel like something bad is brewing here. Alfred, roll a perception check for me really quick. Fifteen. Okay. You, you notice that Kelsey is putting her hand against her forehead a little bit and seems to be rubbing it. Are, are you all right, Kelsey? Um, yeah, I d just a little bit of a headache, that's all. Look, I say we pitch the, uh, it, uh, well, we ask Amali what he knows about the caravan. If they're heading in the direction of the tiger's den, perfect. We go with the caravan. The caravan. If they're able to make it from town to town across large swaths of, of space safely, what safer way, or so, what safer mode of travel would there be than traveling with a whole host of people who likely have seekers as bodyguards? From what I've heard for, about the caravan and what I've seen of the maps, they're probably traveling through the open plains from town to town, not going through the middle of Darkwood to an isolate seeker's den. Still worth asking. I don't think you're wrong, but if we were to leave with Kalas and Asha, that is a very time-sensitive matter. I highly doubt we could convince them to delay their journey. I don't think traveling with Callus and Asha would be a wise decision, simply on the fact that I believe Amali is correct in assessing that we are not exactly prepared to travel through what has been explained to us as an extremely dangerous, hazardous, and perilous area. There's no other way that I know to get to the Tiger's Den. Having to experience people who have clearly made the trek before and are knowledgeable about the area seems like the safest option. Smoot also did mention trying to get Amali roped up in this. That would be three people who know their way around the woods, give or take, to travel with us. You're thinking about leaving? But you just got back. You just got here. We're considering options of pursuing information and on what sort of time frame to what do What does such. that matter? We're family now. You, you have a house. You have somewhere to stay. <laughs> While this is true. That, that's a two? Huh? On and, what? And that was for a will save? 
Is he crying? A little bit. Oh! <laughs> a lifetime I of rejection judged. and debt, now feeling accepted, breaks a man. <laughs> Smoot would also walk up to CC, probably with tears in his eyes. All the gesture is appreciated. I can't say that I've really found my family yet. Hold on. Is she also making a will save? Yeah, but she's at major negatives because of that last statement. Okay. You see her face get really red, like under her eyes. Like it just starts to get red and you see tears are welling up. And she basically just says, I I don't know how to help with that. And she runs off. (laughs) And that is where we're going to end off. You made her cry. Because you have another family. I'm sorry I have a wife and kids I'm looking for. I'm sorry, that was the cutest moment. I, I was... don't know how to help with that. <laughs> Why did the last, like, 20 minutes of this session just turn into the most tear-jerking possible way this could have gone? Next time on The CW. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Gate Chronicles. I hope we made you cry because that is my goal. I want you to feel it in your soul because I want you to be lost like our players and not know what the heck is going on. (laughs) See, I came here tonight. I thought we had a clear direction of where things were going. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. You thought, excuse me? You had a, you thought we had a clear idea on where we were going. Yes. We have the orientation of a drunkard on a merry-go-round, Andrew. A (laughs) merry-go-round? Yes, a merry-go-round. He is drunk. Is this this USJ Japan? No, he's drunk. He couldn't read the sign. All right. Well, this is probably a lot longer of an episode than what we've usually released for this. But again, guys, if you enjoyed this episode or if you've been enjoying the Gate Chronicles or even the SAO series, please consider leaving us a review, subscribing to our podcast, following us on Twitter uh, or Instagram at RollFound. Uh, our Facebook is Missing Role Player Found. You can follow us there, too. I don't usually post there that much, though. So, no, no. no man, don't worry about it. Yeah. But yes, guys, please consider leaving us a review because that really helps us out and helps other listeners decide whether or not they want to listen to our stories or not. So, yay, please do that. Uh, links are in the description below for Podchaser and iTunes where you can go to leave those reviews. If you want to support us in other ways, you can go to our Patreon where you can donate monthly to us, uh, where some tiers actually do offer uh, GM notes. <laughs> Warning, there could be spoilers in those notes. So if you don't want spoilers, I wouldn't read them. But beside the point, uh, I'll also be including pictures and other things, early releases of episodes, etc. You can also join us on our Discord where we hang out pretty much almost every night and play video games, talk about the podcast, talk about a bunch of other things, life, who knows. So you can join us on our Discord. The link is in the description below. And a big thank you to Brian with a Y for making that short accompaniment for our dear Finevere. You guys can check him out on Twitter at RoomwarePod. And last but not least, please check out our website at missingroleplayerfound.com where you can actually get some merchandise for the show as well as, you know, view other shows that we've done and other things overall that are there. And thank you guys so much for listening. Share us with your friends so that way we can get more people to cry over family breakups. You're a monster. What do you mean I'm a monster? Smoot's tearing this family apart. Smoot has a family he's trying to get to. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we will see you next, next week with the Gate Chronicles. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Later. <laughs>